Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Beyond Macros podcast, a show where we teach you about nutrition and the art of working in so that you can get the most out of working out. In today's episode, we wrap up our nutrient timing series with a discussion of a devilish little macronutrient called fat. If this is your first episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to the first three episodes for an overview of the goals of nutrient timing and what the research shows about timing protein and carbohydrates. But for now, get ready to learn about the timing of fat. Fat is the fuel ketogenic athletes love and consume ad libitum in their coffee, but it is also a fuel source that is avoided like the plague by many around their workouts. In this episode, we will examine what the research shows. Will fat hurt or help your recovery? Before we dive in, if you are currently eating lots of fats, I've recorded another bite-size in-between episode about what the research says about the effect of a popular supplement, MCT oil, on exercise performance. Go to the show notes for this episode at beyondmacros.com slash five, that's the number five, to download that audio. All right, first things first. Let's talk about the arguments against eating fats around your workout. One, fats slow the rate of gastric emptying or the rate at which food leaves your stomach. Therefore, it will slow down the rate that carbohydrate and protein enter the blood and can be carried into the muscles to kick off recovery. Two, fats lower the glycemic index of a meal, therefore will blunt the spike of insulin from a meal or shake, and that would theoretically slow the shift from catabolic hormones, which break you down, to anabolic hormones, which build you up post-workout. And three, Fat has no direct benefits post-workout or direct anabolic benefits. Your muscle cells aren't struggling to replenish intramuscular triglycerides. They are fighting to pull carbohydrates and amino acids in. On the surface, these sound like great reasons to stay the heck away from fat around your workout. If your bro made these arguments at the gym, it would sound pretty convincing, and you might only pound away in carbohydrates until your anabolic window closes. As is the theme with nutrient timing maxims that we've investigated so far versus the nutrient timing reality that the research shows, the research seems to suggest that these ideas might be misguided. Although fat does slow the rate of gastric emptying, it is not the only factor which would affect the rate that food empties out of your stomach into the intestines for absorption. When the intestines sense that the food emptying from the stomach is dense with nutrients, including amino acids from protein, the rate of emptying is slower. So it is not just fats that would have this effect on slowing gastric emptying. In addition, there was a study done by Fox and his colleagues that compared whether a high-fat intake in the post-exercise meals hurt muscle carbohydrate replenishment, or carbohydrate tolerance the next day. The study found that even an addition of 1,500 calories, or roughly 167 grams of carbs to those post-workout meals, led to identical muscle carbohydrate replenishment and higher muscle fat stores versus the low-fat group. Cool thing about this study is that carbohydrate and protein intake were matched between the groups. 
This gives us a great hint about what matters most when it comes to replenishing the muscle's carbohydrate source, and that is the total carbohydrate consumed throughout the day. Get carbohydrate quantity right, time them right, and you will recover well. When it comes to the possibility that fat lowers the glycemic index of the meal and therefore decreases insulin production and insulin sensitivity, that also might be a non-issue. Just look at the study I referenced last week in the carbohydrate quality episode. Um, it was done by Capaldo and his colleagues where pizza, which contained a full 17 grams of fat, was still able to substantially raise insulin concentrations in the study subjects, enough so that it would cut muscle protein breakdown by up to half. Another study that I like even more to illustrate that the addition of fat is unlikely to harm the real goal, recovery and muscle carbohydrate replenishment, was conducted by Royan Tarnopolsky on resistance-trained male subjects. The study had each subject consume three pre-portioned meals plus a post-workout drink that either consisted of 100% carbohydrates or 66% carb, 23% protein, and 11% fat. This study was great because the total macronutrient intake over the course of the day was the same between groups despite the differences in their post-workout shakes. The study subjects conducted a full-body lifting routine and then drank their shakes. Insulin levels were measured and were significantly elevated in both groups, while rate of muscle carbohydrate replenishment was also the same between groups when that was measured. The last argument against consuming fats after workout is that fats have no direct anabolic benefit, and this is based on the idea that fat doesn't necessarily stimulate insulin on its own like carbohydrate and protein have the capacity to do. It is also based on the idea that fat doesn't rebuild muscle protein or carbohydrate stores, which is pretty obvious, but it does do two things. As we saw in the Fox study, extra fat does rebuild some intramuscular fat stores, which is very bad in sedentary or obese people, which can cause some insulin resistance and some issues, but it does provide a source of energy for lower intensity exercise in athletes who already have low body fat. Fatty foods also provide many of the raw materials necessary for the production of anabolic hormones such as testosterone. What we can take away from these fat-specific studies is that fat won't hurt your recovery if you consume enough carbohydrate and protein throughout the day and make sure to include carbohydrates and protein in your post-workout meal. So, rather than struggling to stomach a dry-ass chicken breast with a plain starch source or only consuming liquid nutrition post-workout, I'm giving you the green light to eat a delicious mixed macronutrient meal that contains some fat. No more avoiding fattier cuts of high-quality meat, seafood, eggs, or even avocado in that recovery meal. Make it tasty. And if you don't believe me, two of the best strength coaches in the world, Dan John and Charles Poliquin, both recommend eating a healthy helping of meat and not necessarily a lean meat post-workout. So get after it, unless you're a vegetarian, of course. So what can we take from all of this research on nutrient timing? I think it clearly points to the idea that total daily calories and macronutrient intake are going to be the most important factors in recovering from training and performing your best. 
Lucky for you, we have a comprehensive guide to calculating your calories and macronutrients for free on our website, which we will link to in the show notes at beyondmacros.com slash five. And of course, we are in the business of providing nutrition coaching based off of calories and macronutrients. So if you are interested, you can email me at matt at beyondmacros.com. And that wraps up our nutrient timing series. If you know somebody who has been avoiding fat like the plague around their workout, share this episode with them to give them a little bit of perspective. I'd also be extremely grateful if you would go to iTunes and leave us a review with some feedback. While you're there, you can also subscribe to get future episodes. You can also shoot me an email, as I said, at matt at beyondmacros.com with any feedback or requests for guests or even topics that you'd like to hear covered. In next week's episode, we will dive right into the heart of an important question. Is stretching worth your time? I invited Dr. Steve Sudell of Prehab to Perform and Stretch Lab and Lindsay Sudell of Simply Stretch LA to teach you exactly what the most effective stretching techniques are, what type of person stretching makes sense for, and when you should stretch for the best results. Subscribe now to make sure you get that episode when it drops, and I will see you next week.